Hey guys, welcome to the Cobra Command Collective. I'm Coach Jill. And it's Tiff. And today, guys, we are going to talk to you about supplements. Uh, basically, Tiff and I have come up with our list of th- the three supplements you should be considering. Uh, and then we're going to talk about some kind of accessory stuff. Yeah. Um, so, Tiff, take us on a stroll through time about supplements. Well, I feel like supplements really uh, hit their popularity in the mass market in the heyday of bodybuilding. Everyone was chasing those beach muscles, trying to get big, trying to get swole like Arnold. Yeah. Uh, And everything was based on getting big. And like not necessarily performance. Yeah. Muscle volume, muscle mass, like getting that pump. Yes. Very appearance driven. Um I mean, kind of the same flow that fitness has taken. It used to be very about how you looked and not necessarily, we jokingly call them show muscles in our household, um, (laughs) that people have show muscles um, and then kind of functional fitness came along, CrossFit came along and kind of upended things. And now it's more about what can your body do? And that's where supplements I feel like have turned, which is how are, how does your body feel? How is your body performing? Is your body um, efficient, uh, what does your body need to perform at the highest level versus necessarily all the time? Are these things helping you look good? Yeah. And that's kind of where I think C3 and our philosophy, um, comes into play with, we just want you to be healthy and to have wellness and to do that doesn't necessarily mean that you need all the fancy stuff that's going to ramp your heart rate or, or is going to get you some kind of, um, water retention, but instead that it's going to give you a better quality of life. Right. Right. Um, well, and I feel like that, and we, you and I kind of touched on this earlier when we were chit chatting, but that for, there's a few supplements that most people should be taking, but a lot of them are, um, I kind of use the, the metaphor that mo- a lot of supplements are more like accessory work that not mm-hmm. everybody should be blanketed with all supplements that you should be taking the ones that specifically apply to your body um, and your issues. But for the most part, I feel like if you are eating really well and focusing, focusing on your nutrition and getting your macros and your micronutrients dialed in, you don't need a lot of supplements per se. That's true. I, I actually think that that's a super great lead into number one on our list. Yeah, which is protein, because mm-hmm. historically, well, not I wouldn't say historically, but typically, um, when we as nutrition coaches look at somebody's macros, um, a lot of people, especially Americans in particular, under eat protein. I just for me personally, if I don't do a protein supplement, whether it's um, I have like a collagen protein coffee creamer, or if I do a little like protein with a fruit shake in the afternoon or something, I am consistently, I mean, 20 to 40 grams less protein than I need a day. Yeah. So I'm in the same boat. I, um, and actually once I, um, got read on to, um, my basal metabolic rate and all that good stuff and what I needed, 
um, for my mass, I found out I was like 70 grams short most days, if not more. That's a lot. So like I had to supplement two protein shakes a day. So Mm -hmm. I do one in the morning, typically one in the afternoon to make sure that I hit those numbers. Now protein shake is one way to do that, but you hit the nail on the head when you said our diet can take care of most of this. Yes. And that comes Um, with just, I think being a little more aware if you track your food a little bit and you know what you need to be eating, you can plan that out. So that at the end of the night, you're not sitting there eating two pounds of chicken breast, <laughs> you know, yeah. yep. you could plan those eggs and protein, um, containing snacks throughout the day. Yeah. So, um, let's, let's talk about protein supplements though, a little bit, Tiff. So, mm-hmm. so some ways you can work protein into your diet, obviously, like you said, working in some eggs, working in maybe some, um, like, um, low fat, um, snack kind of sticks or something like that. Um, but the two most popular types of whey, actually let's go with er, not whey. I'm sorry. The three most popular types of protein typically are whey protein. And that's what most people think of when they think of supplementing. Then there's casein, which is a slow digesting style protein. Mm -hmm. And then there's collagen, which you talked about. Yeah. A little bit that you take. That's what you said. You said that you take. Um, so whey protein, um, is a, um, type of protein derived from dairy whey. Um, and it's typically for most people who are not, um, lactose intolerant, easily digestible and, helps you. It has a complete profile of protein amino acids. So it will help you kind of, um, get everything you need to absorb all the proteins that you need. Uh, then there's casein, which is, like I said, a slow digesting. So a lot of times when people talk about supplementing, they'll do casein as like a meal replacement or like a nighttime because it digests slowly and will help Mm -hmm. recover muscles a little bit. Yep. And then there's the collagen proteins, which I, um, I haven't particularly used on my own, but I do know helps, um, a lot with joint and skin elasticity. Um, so if you have like joint pain or if you like have some aging, uh, like skin issues, collagen is a great protein, um, to use to help build that up as well. Yeah. I mean, there's just because you've tried, um, if you're somebody who struggles to get your protein through your food, like Mm -hmm. you're looking for a supplement, if you've tried one and you had a bad experience, whether you didn't like the taste or it made you really gassy, um, you, there's so many other products out there. You really should try other ones because there is Mm -hmm. out there for you. They mean they make plant-based proteins also there. You have to take a pretty substantial a serving to get um a large amount of protein from it but there's there's an option for everyone so that's a good point too if you are on a special diet if you're vegan if you're vegetarian though um i mean there's all sorts of of different specialty um diets but a lot of times those kind of restrictive diets um where you're eliminating a food group will make it hard to meet your uh necessary macronutrients for that day. Um, so supplementation is a great way, um, to help make that up. 
Yeah, but and I think that leads us right into our next kind of um, supplement, number two supplement that everyone should take, and it's fish oil. Yeah, so fish oils help you get those omega threes and omega sixes, mm-hmm. uh, and help keep that cholesterol in check, right? Yeah, and I, the American diet tends to be high in omega six anyway. And so mm-hmm. you need to have that balance of omega-3 and omega-6. So if you're taking flaxseed every day on your oatmeal and your smoothie bowl, like you for sure need to be taking omega-3. If you're not eating um, multiple servings of fish a week, you for sure need to be taking your fish oil. If you're somebody who tends to get achy joints or gets um, anxiety or feels down or has frizzy hair, there's a multitude of things that fish oil helps with. But the basic is our body needs it and we don't get enough of it. So, um, to, to play to that a little bit. So our American diets do tend to be high in omega sixes, which makes our HDL higher. Mm -hmm. So the omega three helps actually, so they work together and they help balance each other, which your H or your omega three helps to balance your LDL, which brings your cholesterol into normal ranges. And that's what, that's what we want. And that's why kind of that Mediterranean diet style of eating tends to be so healthy because they're getting that mix of fish and vegetables, um, to help kind of control that. Uh, I would tell most people, um, that fish oil is probably one of the first supplements they need to start with for sure. Yeah. That's the, the one thing that I take almost every day. I do my protein most of the time. If I, um, remember, I'm not a good rememberer at it, but um, <laughs> everyone in our house takes the fish oil, even the kids. That's awesome. Yeah. And we actually, um, so again, finding the product that's right to you, they make fish oil capsules. They also make liquid. And I know that sounds gross, but it's um, kind of a cream base and it is flavored deliciously and you don't get the fish burps. That's usually what the biggest complaint with fish oil is, is getting those fish burps all throughout the day. You're burping up gross, yucky fish taste, but with the liquid, you don't get that. And you can squeeze it in a smoothie. You can just eat it with a spoon. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had a lemon flavored, uh, oil and I just like, ch- like chugged it basically. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. I have to keep it on the top shelf in the fridge because Bear will sneak it. He thinks it's a treat. <laughs> that, what a great, what a great problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I just oh, that's got a, hilarious. a pineapple flavored one. So I haven't opened it yet. We'll see if it's good. Ooh, pineapple. That sounds yeah. delicious. Yeah. Um, but the key, uh, I think with any product like protein or fish oil is to look at the quality of it to make sure it's not full of a bunch of yuck. Um, yeah. And that your serving size, you like, you might have to be taking five pills instead of, um, based on a serving. Mm-hmm. So you need that's, to, that's very true. You need to check the back of it to make sure you're getting the right amount. Yep. Um, so actually, um, Tiff, I feel like this is a good lead in, um, both talking protein, especially, um, collagen proteins and then fish oils, um, talking about joint health. Let's, Mm. let's sprinkle in a little bit of what we think are some accessory type, um, supplements. Um, so the first one we said was collagen, 
um, because it does help with that elasticity Mm -hmm. that we need um, and that we want to maintain as we get older. But another thing for joint health um, that a lot of people take, especially once we turn that corner kind of um, 30 into 40, maybe 40 into 50 is glucosamine Mm -hmm. uh, and glucosamine chondroitins, which can help you with joint health. Right. Right. Uh, um, go ahead. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to continue down the path of accessory. Um, yeah, yeah. Supplements. Uh, and another one that we had, uh, touched on earlier was BCAAs. Mm-hmm. And, um, you had mentioned you take those after, if you know, a workout hit you spe- specifically hard to kind of help you with recovery, um, and that sort of thing. But they're also a great choice for someone who is on a restrictive diet, like a vegan or a vegetarian, who's not mm-hmm. getting those full branch chain amino acids in their normal diet. Yep. Uh, they might be getting partial uh, chains or mm-hmm. something and the BCA will help to complete that to make it um, so that when it when we digest it and process it, we're getting that complete protein to help build muscle. Yes, yeah, so your body can use it. Basically. And that's actually number three on our list. Mm-hmm. Um, though it doesn't, though not everybody needs it necessarily. Correct. Correct. I think for the most part, if you're eating well, you don't necessarily need them. No. Um, but, uh, another accessory supplement that, uh, I think kind of goes with like the joint, like collagen and that those types of things would be like a magnesium or a vitamin D, Mm -hmm. um, if you could have, I mean, disorders in the body that require more of those ladies, when you're on your cycle, you can, um, you, we all have those low training days where the bar just feels really heavy. And by supplementing some of those things that can help, um, counteract some of those symptoms in the, the realm of training. Yeah, absolutely. Um, vitamin D, I know like there are so many, um, different, um, risk factors for low vitamin D, but also symptoms of low vitamin Mm -hmm. D, um, not just ladies on their cycle, but like it can also impact your immune system. Um, and actually vitamin D is a, a, um, catalyst for processing, um, different, a number of different, uh, fat soluble vitamins and minerals that we need as well. Like you need to have D with certain, um, vitamins to be able to, to utilize them mm-hmm. in your body. And that is something that we as most Americans are short on because right. we've lived such indoor lives. Right. Yeah. We're not out there getting that sun. Uh, and magnesium is another one. That one you can, you can increase through diet with, uh, leafy green vegetables, right. but that's huge for actual recovery. Right. Exactly. Um, like a calcium, magnesium, vitamin D mix to take in the evening mm-hmm. before you go to bed is great. If you, um, had like, maybe you did a competition or you ran like a re- like you ran a 5k then you get those or, muscles at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're somebody who gets, um, who, who your sleep is disrupted due to, um, muscle soreness, that, that is the combination I would recommend. Yep. But again, that's, that's only if it applies to you. And that's how most of our right. supplements work. Right. Um, and that kind of brings us to that only if it applies to you. Uh, and this one I feel like is a little bit divisive amongst the crowd and that's pre-workout. Yeah. That's the last bullet I had to. Yes. So, um, 
there's a lot of different schools of thought on pre-workout. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I and kind of actually, had similar reactions when we brought it up. Yeah. So I personally am not a super huge fan of pre-workouts. I do use them uh, occasionally, um, like especially if I know I'm a little sluggish or I need a little help. Um, but I came up, um, coming up in the world where um, – when supplements kind of hit their peak, um, and everyone was using it. Um, the philosophy I was introduced to was the unknown and unknowable, like don't teach your body that it needs this to be able to do an intense workout because in real life you don't have that opportunity. You don't get to, um, caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't get to get that little, um, that little kick to help you get through it. You, you got to teach your body how to do it itself. Um, so that has always kind of resonated with me. Like I said, unless I'm feeling a little sluggish or something, Yeah. but you had a a different perspective. Um, so I started my, like out of college, my true fitness journey started with bodybuilding and I thought I was going to do like a bodybuilding or a figure show or something. Um, and I never got far down that path because I found CrossFit and that was like the thing that fit with me. But in those early months of bodybuilding workouts, I did a pre-workout every, like every workout that had my heart racing. Um, my veins were bulged out right before I work, would work out. And I don't need that to happen before I do CrossFit. My heart rate's already going to jack up. <laughs> I like, I don't want my heart to be exploding out of my chest when I'm on Burpee 99, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm already getting that physiological response that the pre-workout gave me. And the other thing, and Vince, I did a pre-workout at a competition one time. Vince gave it to me and my, I felt like my skin was crawling. Like, oh, that's the part I hate. I I was covered in ants. I didn't know if I was going to throw up. I didn't know if I was going to poop my pants. I, uh, I don't, after that workout, <laughs> I went and I laid down and took like a two hour nap in the middle of the competition. It, it wrecked my body. Uh, yeah. So th- I absolutely hate, and I'm pretty sure the ingredient that causes that is called beta alanine. Mm-hmm. But, um, when, like, like I said, at the peak of kind of the supplement movement, um, everyone in the army, before you went and did like a formation run or whatever, they, they would all have their pre-workouts and very similar thing happened to me. I tried somebody's pre-workout and I thought my ears were going to like run away from me because they were so itchy and I absolutely hate that feeling. So now to this day, I will not buy a pre-workout that has beta alanine Mm -hmm. in it because I hate how it makes me feel. Yeah. But that's all, all a personal thing. Like Jared on the, on the other side of that enjoys that feeling. Yeah. And like, that's how he knows it's working. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So um, that one is a little personal preferency. Yeah. And, and even the purpose of it is personal preference. Yes. yes I could see, um, anymore. I'm training for general fitness. I'm not, um, trying to make it to the CrossFit games. Not that I ever was, but, um, or I'm not training for Olympic lifting meet or a powerlifting meet where in your training sessions, you really truly need to dig deep and find every drop of strength that you have. Um, then I could see where a pre-workout could help you push and get over that edge and gain that competitive edge, um, moving forward. Mm -hmm. But for most people, we don't need that necessarily. Yep. And I, 
when we were outlining this, you kind of said like, if you really want to perform every day at your peak and you want to be consistent and you want to have everything dialed exactly the same and you decide that a pre-workout is going to be a part of that equation, that's perfectly fine. You can totally do that. It's, it's really up to your personal preference. Um, I would just tell people, make sure you try different ones and make sure you really look at what ingredients are in it because you'll, you'll be able to tell what different ingredients make you react different ways. Um, I think all of these go with a caveat that there's not a lot of regulation in the supplement industry and they can put pretty much whatever they want to in that jug or in that jar and then call it proprietary blend and they don't have to tell you what it is. Yeah, that's super so, scary. And that's why quality is, is so important. Right. And so I like, um, I know C3 carries a high quality line of things. We buy our fish oil. Um, we spend a little bit more money and, but we, then we have to take less of it because it's a high quality, high potent dosage. Um, but that goes with everything. If you guys know, mm-hmm. if you have a great source of supplements, great, like awesome, stick with it. But I also know like C3 carries a, a great Yeah. So driven nutrition, um, offers us everything that we need and and they are very high, uh, quality, very well vetted. And when they, um, when they pick contractors that they carry or pick companies that they carry for other things, even CBD, um, they only go with the absolute highest, um, quality product on the market. So if you're, if you're with driven, know that, that they really pride themselves on high quality, um, items across the board, um, from whey protein all the way through CBD, all the way through, um, their Omega products, Mm -hmm. um, you'll, you'll get taken care of with them. Um, which I'm going to post our link, our affiliate link to purchase some supplements. If that's something that you're interested in with this podcast so that you can uh, do that through the C3 store, but they'll actually ship it directly to you. That's awesome. Yeah. So just to recap, Tiff, our top three things that most people should be taking or or making sure they're getting uh, in their diet is number one, protein. protein. Um, Number two is that fish oil supplement or fish. Yeah. If you can eat fish. Yeah. If you can fit uh, fish into your diet on a regular basis, like Tiff said, two to three times a week, then then you don't even need to supplement. And then the last one, number three, this is optional because if you're eating a high quality diet, you should be getting this, but that's BCAAs. Yeah. yeah. And all the rest is accessory, just up to you, what you need and, and what you think you uh, would best suit you. And to stick with it, like pick one supplement, stick with it for a couple of weeks, make notes of how you feel in your workout, how you feel at night, how you feel when you wake up. And you'll determine like, you know, I don't really need this. This is wasting my money. Or, you know what? I actually did notice a difference in that. Um, But you have to be very, uh, like, use a little bit of scientific method. Add one supplement at a time. Stick with it until you do or don't notice a difference. And then you can add another one. Yep. And that's how you'll be able to kind of know what what works for you and what you need and don't need. Um, But if you ever need any assistance or if you have some um, kind of things that you want to get after and you're not really sure what would help you the most, you can holler at either one of us. We would happily help you try to figure that out. And then um, we also have resources that we can shoot your way so you can read up on it on your own. Definitely, guys. Hit us up with any questions. That's what we're here for. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. Anything else you want to add to? No, I think we hit it. I think we hit it. That was a short, but, but fierce one. Lots of info. Yeah. All right, guys, make sure that you subscribe, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram, leave us a little review. Tell us what you think about the Cobra command collective. Uh, And then, yeah, we would love to hear what you think. Yes, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. You guys have a good one. Make sure you command your fitness, command your nutrition, command your life.